What's going on? What's going on, man? It's your boy Richard Fake TV. We always working. We always grinding. We got a special guest in the building. Questions with Cree. How you yes. doing? Yes, I am doing good. How are you today? I'm doing well. I can't really complain. I'm, I'm blessed. Okay. I am blessed. I will say that. I will say that to say the least. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. This is great. We've been talking about this for quite some time. Right. Like we we will... just jump on it. Yeah. <laughs> We've been game planning about it. Um. So you're originally from Atlanta. You're Atlanta native. Yes. Um. So you've seen like different people coming to the city from all over the place. You kind of just seen it all transpire for the most part, right? Mm -hmm. Do you think it helped the city or it hurt the city? Mm, I think it did both. Mm. Um. I think it hurt the residents but it helped the city so i feel like it depends on what you're speaking on if you're speaking on the legacy that the natives had that's out the window so it's like people like me that are from it it's like y'all need to go back home like y'all yeah. doing too much but for like financially and architects and architecturally and yeah. movie wise all of that is great business wise that's amazing yeah. but you still have people that are poor, yeah. you know? So yeah. how are we the number one biz number one city for business and the number one city for poverty? Like, yeah. it's- Yeah, yeah, it doesn't add up, it doesn't add up. I feel like they should, you know, create more jobs for natives here in Atlanta, right. you know, especially with the, mo the movie world. They have created more jobs as far as extras and whatnot, mm -hmm. but um, anything else, just with a lot of out-of-towners coming in here, starting up their businesses, they probably hiring the people that they, they know from their hometown, not right. people that's- So it's like, you have that one person, they come start a business, and they bring all uh, of their, their people, people, and it's yeah. like, we don't have room for <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, like, y'all need to like, y'all need to figure it out. Not here, figure it out somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, that's dope, that's dope. Um, so one of your interviews with Fall for Air Hustle Podcast, shout out to my people. Yeah. You talked about like how a lot of your friends, like after high school, they moved out. Mm -hmm. And they went other places and you stayed here in the city and you stayed here and went to school and you started your career. What made you make that decision? Who child? Because I ain't have a scholarship nowhere else. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I feel that. But you have financial aid, though. I'm sure you could have got yeah, grants. And I did. I really, really liked LSU. And me and my best friend went down there. We went on like a dorm tour yeah, yeah, and yeah. we had like paid like a deposit. Yeah. Like we were set to go to LSU. And uh, my granddad said he would pay for it. Yeah. He was like, you know what, Cree, I'll pay for it. So you won't be in debt. And then when I started doing research on how much it was for out of state, and I would get $8,000 for financial aid to go towards $40,000, like $48,000 a year. Yeah. I was like, oh no, this is not worth it. So for four years, they gotta, no. Yeah. And I was like, even though you can afford it, I don't want to, I just don't want to do that. Cause I feel like that money could go to something else. I don't know what, but something else. And so I was able to get a full ride to Georgia State. So I was like, look, I'm gonna just stay here and just figure it out. Okay, that's dope. <laughs> um, what did you go to school for? Broadcast. broadcast, broadcast journalism. Okay, that's dope. And then you also got an opportunity to work with the Hawks and the Dreams. Tell us a little mm -hmm. bit about that. Right, so I started interning at Georgia State because um, I, originally I was going to school for film and video, mm -hmm. which was childish because yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I went yeah. to school film video. I wanted to be like the camera person, yeah, 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 like yeah, a sports yeah. camera person. I don't know why. They'll stick that on you. <laughs> yeah, I went to school for digital film, but they'll stick like you're thinking it's like journalism or broadcasting, yeah. but it's really like straight camera work. Straight camera work. And then I was but, taking yeah. tests, and, yeah, and yeah. the tests were like 200 questions. I was like, look, yeah, I'm deep. switching. The day I took that test, I think I walked out on the test and went and changed my major because okay. I was like, 
I'm not about to take a test about okay. cameras. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been there. I've been there. I've really been there. It's tough, though. Like, people don't understand that. Like, it's really show. hard. Yeah. It's strenuous. And yeah. I was like, I'm not, I'm smart, but I'm yeah. not this smart. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be this smart about cameras. Smart. Yeah. Like, And so I changed it. And I was still, like, intern. So I had already made connections with Georgia State. And then one of the guys that worked there, who was now, he's like my big brother mm-hmm. now, he worked for the Hawks, the Dream, the Falcons. So mm-hmm. he just put me on with all of them. Yeah. And I was working at the time, I was interning for the radio station. And then I met the hiring manager at the Dream. Mm-hmm. And just so happened, I went to high school with his daughter and okay. he hired me because yeah. he saw how hard I was working with the radio station. And That's then. Dope. Um, my big brother now had put me on with the Hawks. So it literally just, yeah, I was all, and it was all in the same building too. Yeah. So that's dope, that's dope, that's dope, that's dope. It just worked out. And that's good that you could, you, you was able to, you know, get a lot of success in your hometown. You know what I'm saying? When I happened to yeah. leave, that's that's good. That's really, a, that'll really make you want to stay. Um, so let's change gears a little bit. So you've been here for a long time. So when did you start seeing like the police brutality get out of hand in the inner city, like in Fulton County? Um, like what year? What what, has, would, to, what had to happen? What happened? I would say it took a turning point, twenty eighteen. Yeah, that was when yeah. I was actually assaulted by a police okay. officer. Okay. Um, and I would say I started paying more attention. Okay, okay, okay. So I feel like it was always there. I just wasn't. You know, you don't really care unless it happens to you. Mm-hmm. So I started paying attention after that and then i realized that oh my gosh this is like going on everywhere Everywhere. to so many different people and then last year 2020 when the whole george floyd thing happened so many stories were coming out and so many families from atlanta were coming out and i'm like your son was he got shot 98 times in atlanta and nobody's talking about this your son got shot in the face your son got shot in the back like all of these stories came out and i was like oh my gosh what is going on like wh- where where do i live like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like you didn't know all this was going on but you know what Atlanta always been really really racist when you look at the martin luther king days and just seeing mm-hmm. how the how the caucasians was handling us they always had like this racist stigma like in georgia period in Atlanta, i feel like Atlanta was like a hub the hub point. and i and we kind of like over flooded. No, like, like as I black just people, we kind of like over flooded. I'm sorry for I ain't trying to be rude. No, 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 you're right. I'm like I just didn't know, and I don't know how I didn't know. But you're so right. I just uh-huh. it was everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it was in the face, especially like Auburn Avenue. It's just it's a good um, street in Atlanta, but it just put me in the mind of so much like mm. racism and stuff like that. When you hear about the story, how they burnt down Martin Luther King, um, mm-hmm. they came in that shot his mama when she was performing in, mm-hmm. in the church. You know all that stuff. It was just like. Wow, it was crazy. Um, so I, I could kind of understand like why you pick, you know, now to really like, you know, take a stand. Did you use your some of your um, influence at the radio station to, you know, spread the word some, or was it? So, again, coming in as an intern, I was just happy to be there. Mm-hmm. I was happy to be there. I was didn't see it. I didn't see the influence that came with being in that space. I was just was so focused on myself and focused on the goal that I had set. Mm-hmm. Okay, Cree, we're here to try to get on the air and get our own show. Like that just, you know, I was being selfish, extremely selfish. Um, and it wasn't until that police assaulted me, he like knocked some sense into me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it was very traumatic, but it also was like, oh my gosh, 
this is going on. Yeah. And so then when it happened, and then the number one communications company in the city of Atlanta, probably in the state of Georgia, we weren't talking about it. Yeah.